Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Ladies and gentlemen, in this corner, from the University of Colorado, 30 years in the ring, fighting for truth, justice, and the American way, Dan Kaplan. Oh, it is a blessing to live in interesting times. It feels a little bit like fall this afternoon, doesn't it? It's interesting how many people just love it when it gets chilly. I'm not talking about 20 inches of snow and 10 below, but when it gets chilly like this and it's sweater weather, there are so many people who thrive on this. And I know my wife's one of them. I mean, she can't enjoy this right now because she's freezing her tail off in Ireland. But uh, where my brother moved after Donald Trump won. Yeah, he had promised to leave the country if Trump won and moved his whole family to Ireland. So Amy's over there right now and just having a great time loves it which which i'm really happy to hear because i'm 100 percent irish both sets of grandparents both sides you know immigrated to the country in fact there's a great u.s supreme court case capless v silverman or silverman v capless i can't remember which it is but it's a great u.s supreme court case because um you know in, in my family history and I, I just have the greatest family in the world but my family history on one side we've got some pretty prominent bootleggers back in the day and so I think uh, the Silverman guy had rented a place to a capitalist who then used it to bootleg and Silverman <laughs> sued capitalist. True story. Look it up. Wait, wait, wait. U.S. Supreme have, Court case. Have you noted the coincidence oh, of yeah. that yeah. with Craig? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had some fun with that. But my big point is, you know, Amy's in Ireland. She loves sweater weather. And I can't believe how many people at the office today were just so happy because it is sweater weather. So... Enjoy it. Lots to be happy about on this show today. And you know, that is our goal to put a smile on your brain and hopefully your face as well. And so I started with all of this great new data in from the state, which proves what I've been saying for a long time, which is, thank God, you know, the exact opposite of swine flu. COVID just just is really relatively very easy on kids, doesn't hurt a lot of kids. This whole mask mandate stuff is absolute child abuse. I mean, it is the opposite of scientifically justified. So I've been going through the new data from the state in on that. If you just joined in, here's a, a nugget or two that I didn't cover earlier. The new data out today, even the Denver Post has to admit this. Listen, quote, severe COVID-19 among kids has remained rare with eight kids between 12 and 17 currently hospitalized, as well as 11 children too young to be vaccinated. Think about that. So we have a state of six million people. We've got almost a thousand in the hospital for COVID, which is not a big number when you consider we've got six million people in the state. And 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 how many kids? This very low, low, low number of kids. Wish it was zero, but I wish it was zero from everything, including the seasonal flu. So, again, to the point that there is no possible justification for the mask mandate, particularly since it does so much obvious harm. But the one thing I wanted to add to that for you was at the end of the post piece, uh, you know, they they have to go back to, um, you know, something scary. 
Uh, so they throw in this quote. But kids have, quote, suffered greatly from the disease itself, losing loved ones and going without in-person school and social events last year. Dr. Sean O'Leary, an infectious disease specialist at Children's Hospital of Colorado, said at a news conference Wednesday, and he's 100 percent correct. The kids have suffered very, very, very severely and very, 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 very unnecessarily because of these leftist policies, the unnecessary counterproductive shutdowns, the shutdowns of schools as as the teachers union and the left abandoned the kids while the private schools stayed open safely. Yeah, the kids have suffered a lot under the left. Nationwide, about 500 children have died of COVID-19, which made it one of the top 10 causes of death for kids in 2020. Think about that. One of the top 10 causes of death? And yet we have all of these mask mandates and quarantines and all of this harm being inflicted on kids over these very low COVID hospitalization rates. But here's the thing I want to throw into your brain, and we'll come back to it at a later time in more depth. Uh, The doctor makes an important point. Children's Hospital Colorado is not overflowing as pediatric intensive care units have in some states, but, but listen to this. But it's nearly full because of the combination of COVID-19 and other viruses. Focus on the end other viruses. Typically, and then they talk about RSV, this respiratory syndrome, and it's serious, which causes cold symptoms in adults but can be serious in young children, peaks in the winter, but they've seen high numbers of patients since June. Quote, I wouldn't say we're seeing that abate. That's what I want to put on your radar. And we'll talk about it in more depth later. But this is, is one of those very physical ways that all of these lockdowns and crackdowns and shutdowns that the left has unnecessarily imposed on the kids during COVID is hurting kids physically. We know all the ways it's hurting their education and mentally and psychologically, but, but think about the physical piece. Why do we have this explosion of kids in the hospital, sometimes in very serious condition, from RSV? And there are an awful lot of doctors out there who believe, including one of children's, at least one of children's, that it's because you had these school closures and these lockdowns, and then I think masks need to be in that conversation, that, that you have had the kids' immunity, natural immunity to RSV unnecessarily weakened by all of these school lockdowns and closures and these other restrictions, and, and therefore... Kids are now getting RSV, which really is harmful to kids, at a higher rate. So just have that on your radar. 855-405-8255, the number. Let's squeeze in a call. I want to get to a story about this big spike in crime in Denver schools since the left ran off the school resource officers in the school. And I know that won't surprise you intuitively, but I want to get into some of the specifics because... It's just gross, and it's ugly, and it's awful for these kids, and it's just further proof. Whether you're talking about unnecessary mask mandates that hurt kids, whether you're talking about this or that, the left truly does not care about kids and, and is willing to hurt them, you know, on a whim. All righty. Jim, you're on the Dan Kaplan Show. Welcome. Dan, good afternoon. Um, as a lawyer, is a picture worth a thousand words in the courtroom? I don't know. It depends on the picture. Okay, what I would like Rand Paul to do next time he questions Dr. Fauci is to wear a, uh, you know, a, um, a kerchief, you know, around his face 
and ask him if that mask is satisfactory. And Dr. Fauci obviously has to answer no. I wanted to follow that up with a baklava, something you pull up, you know, from your throat over your you know, mouth and nose and ask him if that is a satisfactory mask. And Dr. Fauci has to say no. Then I want him to put on the blue mm-hmm. paper mask that yeah. the majority of Americans wear and ask him yeah. if that is satisfactory. Right. Right. Dr. Fauci should honestly answer no. So, Dr. Fauci, why aren't you mandating that everybody in this country wear an N95 mask or else right. go to jail or, you know, make yeah. it some ridiculous yeah. point like that? No, it, it, that's great thinking, Jim. And if I had Fauci in a courtroom, I would do something just like that. It, it, just to point out how ludicrous it is, which is another reason why the mask mandates for kids in schools never made any sense. Uh, you know, because it's not like they're requiring N95, which certainly wouldn't have made sense, but but at least they could try to articulate an argument then. So you have all these school kids, you know, in these flimsy cloth masks that even we as adults normally don't wear right. And they normally just become kind of diapers over the course of days. And, and then most of the kids, like most adults, not wearing them properly. Yeah, it, it just never made any sense. And the data now is just proving that out. Uh, this texter says, Dan, teen suicide rates will be shown to be linked to depression from wearing masks. Problem is they never say anything definitive about teen suicide until three years later. Listen, there's one thing that should be crystal clear to everybody in Colorado. Provably, the left doesn't give a blank about teen suicide. And when you stop and think about it, teen suicide, if not the single worst thing on the face of the earth, the single greatest horror on the face of the earth is, is right up there, right? But obviously the left doesn't give a, a darn about teen suicide. What has been the biggest, the biggest exploder of teen suicide in Colorado? It's been the legalization of marijuana. And that became very clear very quickly. It just blew up and it stayed up. You think the left cares about that? Not at all. Not one little bit. So just like clearly they don't care about these school kids and the harm being done by masks. It's all about submission. It's all about leftist ideology, all about control and screw the kids. That's been their attitude on everything from, you know, killing kids before birth to robbing kids of true school choice. You know, to to what they've done, they explode teen suicide predictably through legalization of marijuana. They don't care. Hey, let's sell more and more and more and make it stronger and stronger and stronger and hook the kids earlier and earlier and earlier. Yeah, they did. They obviously don't give a blank about kids. 855-405-8255, the number. Lots of ground to cover when we come back, including locally, uh, a big uh, problem at DIA. Because they've got a shortage of, of drivers and a shortage of CDOT drivers, so they're having trouble keeping enough parking out there. But this goes to a broader issue. What, why the big shortage of drivers and people who can drive trucks, etc.? I think you'll find this interesting. You're on the Dan Kaplan Show. different topics but they've developed a common thread which is provably uh, the left doesn't care about kids it's far worse than that the left does lots of things they know are very harmful to kids starting with killing millions of them before they're born uh, but but the left doesn't care because truly and it's it's one of the scarier things we have going on right now is just the the lack of humanity 
because it used to be liberals, whether you thought their policies were good or not, a lot of liberals anyway, you know, were, were soft hearted and had a big heart for the weak and defenseless. And they were often misguided on a policy level, as I was at one time in my life when, you know, I was a young liberal Democrat, uh, but they were well intentioned. But now what you see from the left and the left is its own animal, right? It's its own creature is just this cold, brutal, cruel just total lack of humanity. And, and you know, you start with Polis. I mean, you see it from Polis, you see it from Biden, you see it from the whole left, and, and you see it play out in their policies. And these mask mandates for schools, you know, one example of that. But I've been giving others as well. Uh, which leads us then to this texter. Dan, are you ever going to stop harping on marijuana? If parents are not doing their job, then you should harp on them. My guess is that texter is not a parent. And has never been a parent or else he would know how ignorant that statement is. Because Texter, one, one of the really diabolical things the left has done here, because the left understands a more drugged population is a more dependent population. And the left wants them drugged young and forever, which is why they crank up the THC rates and they fight to the death to try to stop any limits on, you know, THC potency. Because the more potent it is, the quicker you're going to hook them, the longer you're going to hook them, right? There's no doubt about that. So, uh, but you know, one of the really diabolical things the left did and voters didn't see this coming when they legalized was that they now have so much of this stuff, more than half of it, way more than half of it in forms parents cannot detect. And whether you're talking about, you know, the edibles, the oils, etc., forms the parents cannot detect. So uh, if that helps you clear your own conscience for all the dead kids and damaged kids and destroyed kids and kids who are never going to reach their potential, then knock yourself out, my friend. But um, but them's there the facts. 855-405-8255. The number. Does anybody really think just sitting there right now that Jared Polis cares about the children of Colorado? Does anybody really think that? And if so, what would cause you to believe that? 855-405-8255, the number. Uh, Dan, and if they are bringing COVID patients from other states, as the caller said yesterday, uh, that artificially inflates Colorado's numbers. Is that intentional? First, I, I have not independently confirmed that there are any significant numbers coming in from out of state. I'm not disputing that, just haven't been able to confirm it. I don't believe it would. in. Well, it would inflate hospital numbers. You're right about that. But last time I checked, uh, I think our COVID case numbers, infection numbers, you know, are based upon the infection being identified in Colorado. But but uh, getting back to the broader point, remember that piece in The Atlantic, which is not a right wing publication in The Atlantic concluded that about half the hospitalization numbers being reported nationwide are, are not true COVID infection hospitalizations, meaning People are in there for other reasons, but just simultaneously happen to have been identified with COVID. In any, even if the numbers were complete, and this is again where the media, because it's in Polis's pocket, has done such a disservice to the people. Even if every one of the just under a thousand people hospitalized for COVID right now is actually in there because they were infected by COVID and that made them so sick they had to go to the hospital. Think about that in context. We are a state of about, rounded up a bit to 6 million people, meaning 1% is 60,000. So 1,000 people in the hospital for COVID is 1 50th of 1% of the population. 
and and we're going to have all these stripping of liberties and infringement on freedom and and you know send the the kids to school in masks over that and then you get to the kid numbers and on any given day in Colorado even at this latest uh, higher number with delta you have somewhere between 8 and 15 kids in the hospital for covid yeah doesn't it, it makes zero sense medically right but it's political. It's not medical. 855-405-8255, the number. Promise to get you this story. DIA, Denver Post story. DIA and CDOT driver shortages mean less airport parking, slower snow plowing on some roads. I won't read the whole thing, but in part it says the same driver shortage that has bedeviled. That's a good word, bedeviled. Trucking companies resulted in scarce parking available at DIA over the busy weekend and extensive vacancies on state road crews heading into Colorado's snowy season, meaning it could take longer to plow after storms. Well, and then they go on and they discuss different reasons for driver shortages. Uh, But, you know, the single biggest reason for driver shortages, I believe, and, and I've seen documented in lots of different pieces, single biggest reason for driver shortages. Any guess? Ryan, and have you ever driven commercially? I have. I told you that Uber and Lyft. I did that oh, be- I, I before was COVID. Bigger rig kind of stuff, but that is commercial driving. <laughs> it is technically in that sense. I was a commercial driver as a valet at Beverly Country Club in Chicago. I'd caddy by day and then park cars at night. It's a pretty good one-two punch. I did never had a CDL li- license or whatever. No. Okay. For bigger rigs. So, what do you think the biggest reason is for all these driver shortages? Mandatory vaccine testing. My friend. Or. You know me. You know what I'm going to say, and it's true. Legalization of marijuana. Oh, oh. The the problem is they have so many people testing positive because that's one area where, you know, even the left can't impose its will. You know, you you cannot have drivers who are testing positive for dope. And with legalization of marijuana, so many more people are doing dope. It's harder and harder to hire drivers. We had a couple of truck drivers who are listeners to the show that Mm -hmm. called in. And one of them mentioned the fact not only that, but if you get a DUI, you're done. With the, yeah. I mean, you oh, got to oh be really goodness. careful. Oh obviously. my goodness! Yeah, because you know, I, I'm involved in so much big rig litigation, right. catastrophic right. injury, and death cases caused by by trucks. I mean, yeah, it, it is endemic, and it doesn't matter whether you're looking for the snowplow driver or you're looking for a driver at DIA or wherever, wherever. Yeah, the uh, legalization of marijuana has made it much much harder to find drivers. So hey, when we come back, I, I think you're going to find this sound very compelling, even if you didn't grow up in Chicago like I did, with a father who was a cop for 30 years, uh, like I did. And, and it's going to be sound from the union chief of Chicago PD. And he's going to be calling on the officers to hold firm on the vaccine mandate, to not give in to the vaccine mandate. Now, you know me, I'm pro-vaccine, anti-mandate. I'm pro-vaccine, pro-freedom. But this is this is fascinating. Is is this is this the moment in America? Did it start with Southwest pilots? At, it, and is it now exploding across the country where people are going to rise up? Even a bunch of people who probably, you know, might have taken the vaccine and just say they're not going to be bullied, that their medical freedom means something to them. And again, I'm pro vaccine, but people should be allowed their own choice. So the Chicago Police Union chief next on the Dan Kaplan show. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So why are we playing Chicago bumper music? It, uh, it is because the police union chief coming out and urging officers to defy the vaccine mandate. And, and again, I, I'm pro-vaccine, anti-mandate. But are we, do you expect uh, this, this explosion now, this grassroots-initiated volcanic explosion of opposition to mandates across America. We, we saw it with Southwest, apparently with some air traffic controllers as well. Here's the uh, police chief. Well, pardon me, not the police chief, but the union chief in Chicago. It's safe to say the city of Chicago will have a police force at 50 percent or less for this weekend coming up. That is not because of the FOP. That is 100 percent because of the mayor's unwillingness to budge from her hard line. Fraternal Order of Police President John Catanzara says the police union is preparing legal action over the city's vaccine mandate, and he's urging rank-and-file officers not to comply. The vaccine mandate requires all city employees, including police officers, to be fully vaccinated by this Friday at 11.59 p.m., or to submit to twice-a-week COVID-19 testing on their own time and their own dime. It's the city's clear attempt to force officers to chicken little the sky is falling into compliance. Do not fall for it. Yeah, remarkable. And, uh, you know, the broader question, I mean, when will big cities start to elect conservative mayors? Think it'll ever happen, Ryan? Because there is no doubt, and, oh, and, and this isn't a matter of opinion, it's, it's just fact, it's on the table to see, that, that these leftists are running these big cities into the ground everywhere. And, and they have been year after year, decade after decade. We get into some national economic cycles where things go well, but, but it's not because of the lefty policies. It's in spite of them. And then you get some cities like Denver that, I mean, come on, it's just in one of the most beautiful places in the world with one of the greatest climates, a geographical crossroads that attracts lots of talent at every levels. And, and, despite the best efforts of the left to, to screw it up, you're still going to have a lot of good things happening, but you're going to have all these awful things because of leftist policy. So you tell me, Ryan Schuling, will yeah. there ever be a conservative mayor of Denver? Of Denver. I doubt it highly. I don't know why. A quick trivia question. Do you know the last time Chicago had a Republican mayor? Was Jane Byrne technically a Republican? Uh, I, yeah. No. no, Jane Byrne was a Democrat. Might okay. have, but see, you get varying shades in which yeah. I think some well, people that would vote like you and I go, well, they're not e- as even bad the as... the Republicans would be Democrats. That's what there. I mean. Yeah. yeah. It was 1931. <laughs> okay. uh, so we're going back yeah. 90 years. Yeah. And in Detroit, I believe yeah. it's going back to like the 60s yeah. uh, prior yeah. to the riots. And no, I, I don't know. I mean, New York City with Rudy Giuliani and Bloomberg for a time was Republican. 
I don't understand why things are going so bad in so many of our cities yeah. that you wouldn't just go, you know what? Let's let the Republicans have a shot and see what happens. And well, what's the worst that could yeah, happen? It, it, or as Donald Trump would say, yeah. right? What do you got to lose? <laughs> well, yeah, so it's a little more spice <laughs> in there. But but I, I think what people have to understand, I've got a feel for this having grown up in Chicago on the South Side initially. And, um, and that is, it's hard, I think, for a lot of folks to understand the, the depth of the uh, negativity toward Republicans in the Republican Party. Because growing up, and listen, I truly did have the greatest parents imaginable, the greatest imaginable, and very positive people. I literally never heard my dad swear. And, and I, know, I don't think I ever heard him say a bad word about anybody except during the GOP convention. I'm trying to remember which year, maybe 1968 or whatever. And we were sitting there as a family watching it. And he just watched them pan the crowd. And he said, look at not a single black face. And, and he was so disgusted that there was no racial diversity in the GOP. So even with my father, my mom and dad, both like saints on earth, um, it, it just the negativity toward the GOP, not the individual people, but the stereotype of the GOP. So I think the GOP loses way more to the stereotype than it loses on issues or anything else. So why don't they go further into, and this is where I think Trump made some headway, yeah, but he did. Th- there needs to be a next step taken of why the Republican Party doesn't try to compete in oh, inner cities, in urban areas. Brother, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. For years I've been saying, GOP, <sighs> spend the money, whatever it takes, whatever you have to do, get the money and, and set up full-time, you know, seven-day-a-week field offices in all the communities of color and don't be out there with the signs vote for bobby vote for jane all that stuff just say here to serve you got a problem come on in if we can help we will if we can't we'll figure out where, where you need to go that's it and and just do that week after week year after year you know that's a starting point right and, and then it's candidates because as you know and it's, it's an old saying not original uh, nobody cares what you know unless they know that you care so it's candidates who don't just throw out the bullet points and say the right things, but have a life story that proves that they care about people of color. So it's also the candidates. When it comes to the policies, hey, I was an idiot for years, you know, before I became an unaffiliated and a well-intentioned idiot. But before I went on air and, and had, you know, the my bad ideas exposed, I had a lot of good ideas that stood up. But then I had some bad ideas that got exposed once I went on air in 1991. And, and so... You know, what I came to learn was that, in fact, it is the GOP policies that, as a matter of fact, you know, get the weak and defenseless and and the oppressed and the people of color who haven't had a fair chance and other people who haven't had a fair chance, you know, get them a fair chance. It's actually conservative policies. But to answer your question, Ryan, if, if somebody had tried to convince me of that, you know, when I was just sitting there on the south side of Chicago as a south side Irish uh, Democrat, yeah, it, it it would have at that time been literally impossible. But the left has done so much harm at this point that I think is visible. I think that's why Trump made some inroads. Yeah. And I think the GOP can do much better. It, it would only take one as well, I think, Dan, to one of our major cities. Pick one. And I think the, the largest city that has a Republican mayor right now is Jacksonville, Florida. I could be wrong on that, but mm. I believe that's correct. Mm. Good one. If a Republican got here in Denver, in Chicago, in Detroit, in Los Angeles, and you could see the policies working, you could see this the economics and the, and the whole uh, quality of life turning around, 
I think that could set up a, a tidal wave oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. of Republican yeah, mayors right. throughout the country. The laboratory, the laboratory yeah, theory. Right. You just need one. You need it to work. And then, you know, because people love their children more than anything else on earth, right? And so GOP, in theory, should be able to win on crime and school choice. Should be able to win on crime and school choice. You get the right candidate, et yeah. cetera. But, but we all know it's going to take some kind of tipping point, and then you're just going to need one to win and show it works. But what about this texter? Not impressed. Uh, Dan, if you're going to spend your whole show talking about the ills drugs inflict on society, any chance you could spend some time on alcohol since it does more damage to civil society than all the other drugs combined? Texter, fatally flawed premise, by the way. Alcohol, yes, causes a lot of harm. No question. But, but you're telling me it causes more harm than all these drugs combined. Not true. And you look around Colorado right now and you look at what's undermining children by far even in its relative infancy of legalized marijuana by far it's legalized marijuana and all the other ills it brings and all the other drugs it leads to but here's here's the biggest reason here's the biggest reason alcohol is here to stay there is no scenario short of Martians landing and taking all the alcohol back to Mars uh, where where alcohol is gone Alcohol is here to stay, but legalized drugs don't have to be. Legalized drugs don't have to be here to stay. The very first state to ever make that mistake before Colorado, the state of Alaska, they repealed it. They repealed it after all the harm to kids and dead bodies on the roads and everything else. And then 30 years later, you know, big marijuana came back in and got it passed in Alaska. But no, no, there is a chance to reverse legalized marijuana. You cannot say the same thing about alcohol but it's so interesting to me you know that you lay out these simple facts such as undeniably teen suicide exploded in colorado after legalized marijuana for obvious reasons you know legalized marijuana marijuana in general the higher potency stuff but even the lower potency stuff you know severely aggravates underlying depression other underlying mental illnesses and and so there's no surprise that legalization of marijuana has exploded teen pregnancy. Did I say teen pregnancy? Sorry, probably that too, but has exploded teen suicide in Colorado. No question about it. So what's the best that the, the you know, drug lobby can come back with is, uh, uh, oh yeah, but what about alcohol? <laughs> you know, because they can't defend, they can't rebut my facts on the many, many, many deadly harms caused by legalization of marijuana 855-405-8255 the number when we come back we we are going to do a quick spin around the globe red hot sound on a lot of issues chime in if you'd like 855-405-8255 on the dan kaplan show but love the boss a lot of great memories there one of the wow. great all-time american rock and rollers man i remember i was getting ready for this big hearing and it was a trial actually and so i wasn't going to be able to go to see springsteen when he came to denver and then at the last minute it settled and i went i went online and i was it was there even an online then how did i do it anyway got tickets from a broker for like 100 bucks 100 and a quarter and ended up where do you think front row center I mean, it Were was you with crazy. Courtney Cox? It was crazy. Dancing in the Just dark. one of those weird things. Yeah. Uh, Bruce did not look at me that way, trust me. <laughs> yeah. My date? Maybe not. Not me. Okay. I guarantee okay. that. Hey, we got, we got so much interesting sound that just kind of reinforces the points. 
been making throughout the show. What you're about to hear is off MSNBC of all places. Juliet, let's start with this new vaccine requirement from travelers from Mexico and Canada. We've been seeing people, thousands and thousands of people cross our border over the last few months. Are they not are they considered essential? Is that why this is different? Well, we're only talking about legal travelers. Really think of tourists, people who are coming to go shopping here, people who are coming to visit here, people who are coming to see their family members. This does not mean the undocumented immigrants that you've seen crossing our border. In fact, Stephanie, it doesn't even matter if they're vaccinated. DHS. <laughs> think about that. I mean, and that's on MSNBC. Doesn't that just prove the point? That all of this, the whole vaccine mandate thing, the masking of kids in schools, it's purely political. If it was if it was medical, if it was science driven, if it was because, oh, my goodness, the covid death and everything else is so high, they'd have the border completely closed or at the very least, they'd require people to get vaccinated before they came in here illegally. And by the tens of thousands were then, you know, distributed throughout America. So that. You don't need any more evidence than that, do you? This very disturbing case out of Loudoun County, Virginia, as you know, a hot governor's race going on there right now. What you've got here is a father who became a poster boy for the left. One like the disc before me that, that you had on from MSNBC saying he should have been beaten worse. But he became a poster board for the National School Board Association. He was referred to as a domestic terrorist. That was a letter that they sent to uh, Merrick Garland that caused him to refer to parents as domestic uh, terrorists and then sick the FBI after these parents at school board meetings. But the worst part of all of this is that they covered it up. They covered it up because when they had a meeting to determine whether or not they would support this transgender policy, as well as CRT, vaccines, masks, the superintendent gets up in front of those parents and he says, there are no records of sexual assaults that I know of in this school. Meanwhile, there was one within a month before. And then he turns to a red herring and he says, Time magazine says this is all ridiculous anyway. The father at that point is like ballistic. His daughter's been forcibly raped and sodomized. And he then starts to disagree and the police come after him. Here's the bottom line. You've got the right to assemble, the right to redress grievances, First Amendment. None of that is working in Loudoun County or anywhere in the United States. See, Loudoun County is so interesting to me. And this story, obviously a horrible one. You're familiar with it, Ryan, right? You're familiar with all this stuff. Oh, yeah. As I understand the story. Yeah, this father who got so upset at a school board meeting, his daughter was raped in the women's restroom by a guy in there wearing a skirt. Uh, allegedly yeah. a transgender yeah. male yeah. to female transitioning. Yeah. With a yeah. skirt. Yeah. 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 And um, that student was removed quietly from that school, assigned to another school where he, she would go on to assault another female student. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah. I mean, allegedly just just drives you out of your mind and, and and again just exposes the dishonesty of left and and it's another it's it's just another piece of powerful evidence and we've covered a bunch of it today about how the left i'm talking about the left not your average democrat on the street or the one i sleep with my wife you know how the how the left truly does not care about children at all or they wouldn't think in a million years of of pushing this agenda unfortunately successfully that you know Biological males get to use girls' bathrooms or biological males get to participate in women's sports. 
No, they would not do that in a million years. But it's just like running the SROs that the police out of Denver schools leading to the big crime spike. You know, it's just like all this other stuff they do, masking up the kids, you know, stripping school choice, you know, abortion on demand that disproportionately wipes out all these kids of color before birth. And what about speaking of that, my friend? What about what about Katie Couric now bragging oh. that she protected Ruth Bader Ginsburg from herself? And before we get to that, one quick thought on, on Loudoun County, Virginia. I've spent a fair amount of time there because Joe now works in D.C. for a U.S. senator. I go back there and we go to Loudoun County. We go, if you ever get the chance, there's a great little hotel there called Lansdowne. And they have two great golf courses, reasonably priced. They've got a Norman and uh, Robert Trent Jones. And we'll go and we'll play some golf and eat and, and watch ESPN and just have a great time. But that's in Loudoun County, Leedsdale. And so it's going to be interesting to, to see where this goes in the Virginia governor's race. Because if I'm betting you my car right now, Ryan, I am betting you that... Which car? Um, yeah, good point. Not that one. Okay. <laughs> All right, so a lower bet. Six-year-old right. SUV with a broken windshield, and then I've got my new Corvette convertible. But if I'm betting you the car, either of them, I'm betting that unfortunately the Democrat wins that race just because Virginia is so blue right now. I would agree. But what we're seeing these these anti-science abusive mask mandates, you know, the CRT, all this other stuff we're seeing. Hopefully, the silver lining is that it leads to a tipping point in favor of vouchers, true school choice. Merrick Garland turning parents into terrorists. Got to get out of those schools. Thank you, Ryan. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.